Welcome to the Stam and Youth podcast. Today we're going right. to talk about lots of lots of interesting stuff with DC and you know great wondrous stuff about the Snyder Cut and much more. Um, I'm Max Stammer. Welcome to Stam and Youth, and I'll let my other host introduce himself. Uh, I'm John Youth. Um, yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a good show. I'm excited. You know, uh, a week and a half ago we had Comic Con or like the the digital comic con and uh you know uh <laughs> you know i'm sitting there watching the panel and you know weeks up prior to this they they announced that the uh, snyder cut the alternate edition of justice league was gonna have a trailer i'm like all right all right zach let's see what you got and boy from the second the hallelujah song started to play i'm like mm-mm Mm-mm. Nah, I got I got bug out on this one. Did, did you like the slow motion in the trailer? Oh, the, well, yeah, the, the that was motion. every shot. That's all he knows how to do. It's just I, I don't think it's gonna be good. I don't think it's gonna be good for a lot of reasons. Um, I think I think it's good that he gets to finally show the edition of the film that he always saw. But I don't think it's going to make a difference. You know, at, at the end of the day, what's going to happen is, you know, just, you know, how Conway got booed at the Grammys, you know, yeah. what, 2014? Yeah. This is going to be the same thing. Zach's going to get on the stage. He's like, here's your film. And everyone's like, nah, man. Mm-mm. Nah, I'm good. I, it I, looks, it, yeah, I, it looks bad. I clearly agree. It, I I think it may be go it may go down is either the best superhero film of all time and we could be completely wrong about this of how good the Snyder Cup would be but my feeling right now is that it will be known as will be one, known as one of the worst cuts of any film not even superheroes known to mankind I have zero hope for the Snyder Cut I think the Snyder Cut is going to be so bad it's going to make Joss Whedon's Justice League look like the Godfather. And that's saying a lot right there. That's the saying big, a lot. The big question is, will it be worse than the Emoji movie? Oh, with our, with our boy TJ Miller? <laughs> yeah. TJ Miller calls in a bomb threat, gets, gets arrested in a train, may go to prison for 20 years. Yeah. Um, yeah, the good old Emoji the, the movie. Thing- and the thing I think is so interesting about the Snyder Cut, right, is they're bringing all these characters that we never saw in the original. We're going to see Iris, you know, from Barry's love interest. Yeah. We're going to see more background characters of, that involves with kind of the accent leading up to Cyborg and his getting his, you know, the, the installation of all his parts. And you're, you're going to see, you know, more background. Apparently we're going to see um, Robin with Batman. We're gonna see, Robin? We're gonna see all these, yeah. Robin, how how are they gonna do that with Justice League? Are they gonna? Is he trying to make a Teen Titans movie? Does he? Does he... There's like all these like random, and then all right, all right, all right. let's talk about how Dark Side looks, okay? This this fool, I feel like he watched Avengers Infinity War and be like, what happens if we take that? But we pay less for the CGI, and that's our villain. Now, I know comics, and I know that both villains are very similar. But right. they just look so bad. It right. doesn't look good for CG. What would you say? Because I remember when Batman versus Superman, the trailer came out in our senior year of high school. I remember comparing it to PS2 graphics with the Superman sculpture. You think it's gonna be? You think it's gonna be PS2 CGI cut movie quality? I think it's gonna be. I think it might be slightly worse. I think we might see some PS1 CGI on. Films, <laughs> yeah, you, know? you think so? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Maybe, maybe we'll have some more mustache, some little more Henry Cavill mustache uh, CGI. Or more work. face, more face deformity. More face deformity that 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 Warner Brothers spent over fifteen million dollars to edit out. I just fifteen million dollars. And the thing that I don't get is, it's very interesting that 
They're not even going to, you know, let's pretend COVID wasn't a thing right now, right? Yeah, they're yeah, not exactly. even trying to push this for the movie theaters. They're like, no, 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 no. This is going right to HBO. So either it's going to have some really dark stuff in it they don't want general public to see, or it's the worst gosh thing that Warner Brothers has ever seen in their entire life, and they don't want to take ownership to it. I think it's the worst gosh thing they've ever made. And what's sketchy too is it's like they're, they're going to release it in four parts and it's each part yeah. is going to be 60 to 80 minutes long. You, you know, the I, I, if the film's like over five hours long or even six hours long, I think it's due because when you shoot a film, you have to cut a lot. Like the longest, the longest film I'd like seen without like moving an inch was Avengers Endgame. And even watching Infinity War with Endgame, you know, you could pay attention the whole time. They did a beautiful – the Russo brothers did a beautiful job cutting the film. Yeah. Yes, I, I – I, you know, I kind of understand why people don't consider those films real cinema and, like, they consider them more as, like, entertainment events. But the editing in those films are great. Yeah, it they, they keeps your – you know, you're, you're – as a viewer, you're always being – you're paying attention to what's going on. You're not, you know, snoring during the film. You're not going to fall asleep. You're entertained. You could take a break. You can go back in and you completely understand what's going on throughout the film. It's, you know, they're great. It's great filming. I think they're both great films, you know. Um, and, you know, I think, they, I think they did a good job of making a three and a half hour film with Endgame. And they kept yep. everyone entertained throughout the whole time. The pacing was smooth, you know. And yeah. I just feel, based off, of, based off what I saw with Batman versus Superman, you know, it's like, with the Snyder, with, I say Zack Snyder's cut. I think the cinema cut of Batman versus Superman is much better than the ultimate director's cut, is what they what Zack calls it for the for the Batman versus Superman cut. But basically, I didn't understand Batman versus Superman. You see, I watched, you know, I was in the bad wreck about a couple of years ago, and I pirated the Snyder cut, the ultimate Snyder cut. I understood that on Painkillers better than I did without Painkillers. Saying that I was drugged watching that cut says, says a lot. If you can't follow a three-hour film, you have failed as a film director, and you need, you need to, like, make a film that not only, you know, DC fans can understand and hardcore su superhero films can understand, but regular casual people can understand. That's why Marvel does better than DC. Yeah. It's not about making the darkest films or the most friendly content film. You got to make a film that's great. And they basically, yeah. what Snyder has done, what Snyder tried to do with the DC films, I feel really led DC on a very bumpy road path of competing with Marvel. Oh, yeah. And, like, DC has had some good films in the past years. You know, we but have... It seems, yeah, exactly. You know, we, have, we had Wonder Woman. Shazam. Um, yeah, she, yeah, Shazam. We had the Joker, you know. You did have Phoenix. the Joker. Jacqueline Phoenix did a great job, great editing. Um, you know, what? Uh, Wonder Woman 1984 is potentially a reboot slash sequel slash I don't know if they even know what it is. I don't know. I think it's going to be good, though. They got yeah, the but it, I think it's going to be great. Um, Aquaman was really good. Uh, he was personally my favorite out of Justice League, just as a character-wise. Um, mm -hmm. You know, like, DC has this problem where they get these, you know, see, they got some traction going, and then all of a sudden, the train just stops, and you're like, what is going on? Why, why are we, why are we going, what if, but what if we just do something completely left field that has nothing to do with what we've been building towards, and we're just gonna, we're just gonna release it, which is this what the Snyder Cut is, and it's like, okay. Sure. You know, first of all, you're going to have to pay almost 20 bucks a month to watch the Snyder Cut. I mean, you wait, know. you have to pay an additional. There's going to be an additional well, fee? You, well, you're going to have to have HBO, uh, what, Go? No, not Go. Max, What's Max, Max is great. HBO yeah. Max is great. But, like, yeah. you're, you're saying that. No, no, like, if, if you, you don't want... have HBO Max, you get it. But, like, if you, have, if you don't have HBO you, like it's only going to be on HBO Max. Okay, right, which I understand, but are they actually going to charge people more to watch it? 
I believe like the opening weekend they planned to. I, I heard like originally. Why? Like, Why? That's just like an F you to anyone that subscribed to that. I don't like, yeah. I don't agree. Like I agree with like big budget movies like Black with like, you know, the Black Widow movie and like Milan, they're going to charge like same price as ticket price for on demand. That's understandable. But like, yeah. why are you going to charge us for a film that's like five years old? Yeah. Why are you going to do that? It's just like, this is a film that was supposed to come out in 2016. And they could have released it. Uh, yeah. They could have released it as a DVD. They'd, but they're like, oh, yeah, we're going to, we might charge you a little more too. I'm sorry. I, I just don't agree with that. You know, I think Warner Brothers is just doing everything they can not for people to see it. And I, I, I you know, I think it's that bad. I think. I think I'm on them with this one. I think this film is a lot. I don't agree with them on a lot of things, but I think the Snyder Cut is going to be very bad. In fact, this movie was supposed to come out so long ago. It was supposed to come out the same weekend that, that Thor 3 came out on. Yep. So that, that was a minute or two ago. So we'll, we'll see. You know, we'll be covering this going forward. You know, it's, it's, it's got a 2021 release date. We don't really have a month, per se. It keeps. We got news about delay last week, so we're we're gonna get yeah. we'll, we'll get some folks. This podcast will have both sides of the Snyder Cut. Um, me and JP are more on the, you know, on more on the side that is not going to be that the film's going to be failure. But we will have people on the podcast that will have that will be for the for the Snyder Cut, and we'll, we'll respect them. We might argue with them. We might get you know there might be a little you know there might be a little tough toughness and some hardship in these debates that we have of these people but you know we'll, we'll, we'll have people come in and say what they feel what could be great about it you know so i'm just putting that out there that way people are that way any of you guys listening want to you know potentially join in or debate about this with us go ahead but we really won't know until it comes out but right now Whoa. I'm saying it's right now we're both saying it's going to be one of the worst film movies trilogies of all time, which I definitely agree with. So, or I'll just say TV shows or anything done by Hollywood. I think it'll be, I think it'll be worse than game of the last season of game of Thrones. Ooh, that's a, that, that's a burn. That's a burn right that, there. That was, that was a train wreck. That was, I've seen some bad train wrecks, but that was a big one. Oh, with the dragon just, like, destroying the whole town. You know, George was very happy with that ending. You know, George. That 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 last season was, like, that's, like, if Avengers 3 was just half of the film, we, film was cut, and then you got the other half of Endgame, and you just put them together as a big sandwich. Right, right. All right. You got the so, Cyclops in that season. You know, the Cyclops. The giant Cyclops. You remember the Cyclops, right? So you know, I'm, I'm, sure, I'm, sure, I'm sure someone's going to comment. Be like, Max, that Cyclops actually has an actual name. You need to give that character respect. Honestly, everyone I've talked to hated the last scene of Game of Thrones. So I'm sure no one will. I, hopefully yeah. no one bashes me on that. Someone, there, there's always someone out there who's going to bash one of us about that. There's, so There's not too many people who defend it. No. I, I do want to meet a defender, though. That would be interesting to meet someone who actually liked the last season of Game of Thrones. I want to see. That'd be fun. It'd be interesting. So, moving on here. We also got the first trailer for the Batman, the new Batman trilogy. Oh, dude, that looks and sick. Looks so sick. It, it looks so dark. And I love how they're going back to the roots of Batman where he's actually a detective. I, I, I believe this could be better than the Chris Nolan films. I, that's oh, I agree. I think it could be better than Joker. I think I personally want to see uh, Batman unhinged. Like, I want him to – because, like, it's very early on. Like, you could tell from both the gear and the Batmobile and just in the Batcave that it's very early on. He's still well, getting used to what I really like about what Matt Reeves is doing with the film, you know, there was recent news about the film being delayed due to Robert and some of the other people on, you know, on set getting COVID, which is understandable. Hopefully they get yeah, healed up and gonna... hopefully they get healed up and they continue with filming and they'll be very precautious. And I'm sure they will. Um, it's, I think it's just a month delay and they'll be back on, they'll be back filming it in the next month or so. 
but um yeah you know but um i i really like you know based off the trailer you know so we're gonna compare matt reeves to Zack snyder right now so Zack snyder here we go so Zack snyder is very very heavily cgi uses a lot of effects and cgi so his first, his most successful film and his best film is 300 and then after that, 300 was a huge success, by the way, and it's still a good film. It's still a great film. However, ever since after 300, Zach has continued to do that same exact formula. You know, his big film after that, Watchmen, which I thought was a good adaptation. And I understand he wanted to do the original comic, but Warner Brothers decided to change the ending on him at the last minute. I thought it was good, but... Not as good as 300, too many slow motion shots. The editing was very off. And I felt like they took a lot of technical aspects away from the comic and the graphic oh, novel. And for sure. if, you, if you ever read Watchmen, great novel, just read the novel, don't even bother watching the movie. The movie's definitely worth watching after you read the, you understand the greatness of Alan Moore's, you know, writing technique with that, mm -hmm. but like, you know, not near the not the near same quality and greatness as the graphic novel was, but like, and then you have the you have that Guardians, then you have Sucker Punch, the Guardians of the Owls movie. I'm pretty sure you got the movie title around there, and Man of Steel. And basically, Man of Steel I felt was the same formula as 300 and Watchmen, except he just did the slow motion shots more and more CGI you know just much more just much more stuff that it's just annoying like man of steel his director's cut is like three hours and half of it if you if there were no slow motion shots in man of steel the film would probably only be like 90 minutes maybe 70 minutes i would love to see a cut of man of steel with all the Zack snyder shots slow down and then and then you have batman versus superman Superman, which was the breaking point. And then you have the ultimate Zack Snyder cut of that, which I believe is one of the worst superhero films I've ever seen. I think it's one of the worst films I've ever seen. One of the worst films, you know, not saying the actors in that film, the actors and actresses are great. Not saying that Henry Cavill is a good Superman. I'm not saying Ben Affleck's a bad Batman. Everyone else, you know, Wonder act, actress for Wonder Woman, Aquaman, you know, you know, choker who stars as flash and hopefully he might he'll probably get fired so i don't really regret calling him the choker right now but anyways um but anyways so you, you know you're telling me you, you don't like your uh your actors to choke people and throw them to the ground i think they should replace the flash but we could talk about that after i talk about Zach. i think they should replace him because he doesn't know how to run properly <laughs> you're not wrong there you're not wrong no no yeah, but like his like his legs are like so unproportionally like offset when he runs. It's like right, right, right. Exact. I it, I know it's a it's a complete mess. But anyways, um, and then you got Matt Reeves, and yep. he did and he did the reboot. And his biggest fan as of right now is the reboot of Planet of the Apes. And honestly, great films. Oh yeah, by far. By besides, far. besides the CGI with the apes, yeah. but that was really well done, and you know, it, you know, it, it's held up better than Avatar, and that's saying a lot right there. Um, good old James Cameron. But anyways, um, I felt that I felt like the I felt like the Planet of the Apes trilogy was really good, and yeah, now he's directing this film. He's the, he's doing his first take on a superhero film, and what I really loved about the first fight scene that we saw in the Batman trailer, trailer was no CGI, all, all real fighting. I don't know if Robert did the fight sequence and maybe they hired a stunt devil. I'm sure it was Robert during that because he's been, because I know he's been, I know there's like rumors of him having training sessions of actually doing the stunts as much stunts himself. Yeah. And he's been working out like crazy, like anyone does for a superhero film. But that first fight sequence, all what? dude no 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 editing no computer editing whatsoever the thing i love is that so in both batman v superman and justice league they 
uh, DC would only show Batman hitting someone three times repetitively. Right, but this, this is like, it's like what shit. we see. It's like what we see in like the animation films or like the comic yeah. strips. That like more than one punch, he's like beating. He's actually beating them. You know, like, like just like aggressively just destroying this guy, and he's not stopping. It's just, I love the tone. I love the use of practical effects. Um, I really dig the new Batman suit. The I Phil like Mar the fact Phil Mar shots are great. The Phil Mar um, shots are on point. I kind of hope by the end, either the sequel, because it's going to be a trilogy, or the, the third film, that he gets the white eyes that he has in the comics. I think that would look pretty cool with I it. Think I, they, think, I think they'll do that. And I think it could work really well. Um, I like how it's set, it's set in present day. Yeah. I don't know if you saw it, but like, people have cell phones, so like, I think I'm excited for the modern take on his Batman. I'm excited. Been... Yeah, I definitely agree. I'm excited for whoever's going to be the Joker. Um, rumors have it that Johnny Depp is in talks of getting that role. I, I would love to see him be the Joker. Yeah. I, I, I seems I like they're he... doing, seems like they're doing the Riddler and the Penguin for the, like, um, right. Joker. Because Joker comes after those guys. So if you read the original yeah. detective comics, the Riddler and the Penguin were before Joker. And then Joker comes afterwards, I believe. If you look at those those guys that the Batman's beaten up, he looks just like the uh, the Joker gang guys. So, uh, I'd be down. I'm always down to seeing a new variation of Joker. Um, the the bringing in Catwoman, it looks for like the few seconds that we saw, she looks good. Uh, I'm curious to see what they're gonna kind of do with that. If it's gonna be different rather than what they did in the past. Yeah, definitely. Um, definitely. Nah, I'm just I overall I was really stoked. I watched it a bunch of times and it just looks like it's well produced. I think it'll be I think I think the Matt Reeves Batman trilogy could be, you know, in ways better or even much more technologically better in a filming standpoint than the Christopher Nolan trilogy. Not saying the Chris Nolan trilogy is bad. I'm just saying I think yeah. this would will be different enough to make a difference in superhero films of how they're made. You know, kind of like how Deadpool made a difference of rated R superhero films, and then like, then you had Marvel like nailing the entertainment consistency, and then this, I believe, believe Matt Reeves' trilogy will like bring this new consistency of DC. And I think it, yeah. and I, which they which will they they will continue. I believe they will continue it. Now, the one thing I'm not sure about is, are they going to interconnect the films? I don't like the two timeline idea that some people are suggesting yeah. that they might do. Yeah, there's, and then, um, I don't know, this came out a while ago, but they're doing a Flashpoint movie, which is yeah. going to have Ben Affleck as Batman. And, and then they're, getting, have, they're getting Michael Keaton back. Yeah. They, so which, it's which, like, yeah, so. You know, you're, you know, us fans, we're going to know what's going on because we're going to know behind the scenes, but like right. your, your average, you know, family or, you know, people that are going to the movie theaters, they're not going to know that. You know. That's my concern with the Flashpoint movie, too. Also, what iteration of Batman are they going to do? Because my question with Flashpoint is that, are they going to lead it to other films? Like, is there going to be a Batman Beyond film? See, that's what they should do. Yeah, that, I, yeah, exactly. Like, are they going like, to... I've said this, I've said this since day one, is if DC got some animators that were closely to Spider-Verse level animation and made a Batman Beyond animation film, that would sell out so quickly it wouldn't be funny. Well, Especially if you got if you got Michael Keaton to play as the mentor. No, I definitely agree with you. It's like we'll, we'll give one maybe possibly what could have been one of the worst films of all time, the Sonic the Hedgehog movie. Yeah. <laughs> they got they that they did a full cut with it with that with the really crappy you know creepy sonic the hedgehog cgi and then the fans got upset the fans spoken you know you know i i never really was a sonic fan but hey they 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 that you know parent you know um paramount really screwed up and you, what they they did something very smart it's that i thought i thought that sega and paramount would never do they hired not only an animator, 
But you know the guy who did Sonic Mania, right? The animation yep. and all the work. They mm-hmm. hired him. I forget his name. I, I might just do a quick Google search on him. I'll just look up, or JT could do it. Yeah, I got it. Yeah, what's the guy's name? One second. Yeah, let's see. I'm doing it too. See which one of us could beat it. Um, let's see. Chris Whitehead. So they actually, so they did. They actually hired Chris Whitehead to lead the team of CGI artists to redo Sonic. And oh my gosh, they what a what a difference. What a diff exactly like the film earned over. It was before the pandemic. The film was the most was the top grossing, the highest top grossing film of this year. You know, it was a it was a block. It was a you know, and it's also considered to be one of the best video game movies of all time now. And this film could have been a disaster. Very easily. Could have easily been a disaster. Yes, they maybe they did spend fifty more million dollars more, but they made it back. So, you know, I definitely agree with you. They should definitely hire animators that, you know, they should definitely hire some of their animators to help them with this. Because they actually might know a thing or two of what the fans want. And they've also worked on animations. Not like, I'm not saying like 20 minute animations from people that don't understand the Batman animations. I'm talking about like films that, animation films that are almost as long or even longer than the theatrical releases of the, of the live action films. So, you know, I hope, I hope they can stay consistent. Um, I have hope for Suicide Squad reboot with James Gunn directing. Yeah, that looks, I, that looks interesting. Um, I have hope for it. Yeah, it's it's gonna be interesting. I'm curious to see how it turns out. I my I guess my only potential concern is it's a it might be too much like Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, but yeah, that's DC my concern copy, too. A DC copy of Guardians, um, which know, it which it might, but it, if it's yeah. a fun film, I think it could be successful. You know. Yeah. You know he he did get he did do a whole cast reboot. You know um. He, I, I, I am going to give Marco Robbie one more shot at Harry Quinn. I never saw Birds of Prey yet. I plan on never watching it. It was okay. Was it, was it as bad as Suicide Squad, though? Nah, it was, it, was, it was a little better than Suicide Squad, but let's not I guess too much credit. I, I, guess I'll, I guess I'll watch it, and then I'll have to decide for yeah. myself. Yeah, it's, like, it's, uh, so. it's okay. It's okay. Yeah. You know. It's okay, but you know, um, I actually have hope for DC. I think they could be more consistent than Marvel can in the future right now. But mm-hmm. I, I don't wish for anything. I think the only film I feel that the only two films I really have feeling going for its future right now is the Shazam series and the Batman series and the Matt Reeves Batman. I think Black Adam with the Rock is going to be great. Oh yeah. It's like Especially, the, it's been a dream of the rocks to be a superhero and black Adams is one of his most favorite superheroes. I think he's going to do a great job and he'll have some comedic humor to the character and stuff rather than be all dark. I think he's going to be a good black Adam. And, a, and sure. the rumor so, has it that for the sequel, they're going to do um, Henry Cavanaugh Superman versus uh, black Adam. Oh dude. And so, I'm, like, I'm, you know, and I'm, I kind of want to see a reboot of, Man of with Superman with Henry Cavill, I'm gonna give him one more shot because yeah, I like, believe I believe he could do a good interpretation of Superman if he had the right director or the right writing staff. Because mm-hmm. you know, I, I started watching the Witcher series with him, and he's a great actor. Yeah, you know, he's you know, a really good actor. I saw a I saw another movie of I saw the new I saw another movie with him. It was like a spy movie, and he did a really good job in that film. Mm-hmm. So he's, know, a, know, he's, he's a really good actor. He's a great actor. I just, I just, same with Ben Affleck. I'm willing to give him one more chance. I just don't think, I think Flashpoint could be good if they don't do any of the Zack Snyder stuff. Yeah. If they got a brand new Flash and they had a, if they got some of the writers from the TV show on it. My only they, concern is so. that Zack Snyder's a producer on pretty much all. DC projects going forward. Are you so serious? Oh no. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh no. Oh no. Well, hopefully, so, hopefully they'll get him out. I think they they probably just gave him a producer role because they're just like, well, he's at least not directing. Yeah. 
They're like, he's at least not directing, and I'm sure they'll fire him at some point or he'll leave. I bet they're going to fire him once the Snyder cut is a complete failure. Probably. We'll, we'll yeah. see. It's going to be interesting. Yeah. We'll, um, we'll definitely see. But, I you think. know, but I do find it a good sign that um, he did compliment Matt Reeves on the Batman tra- trailer. Yeah, I did see that. But that is a good sign that he does like it. So maybe he might be a better producer than a director. I think he could be a better writer and a producer than he is as a director. So I don't know. Um, like I said, I'd love to, I really want to, I really love someone to debate me with a Zack Snyder superhero film. So, and JP as well. It'd be they, good. Might, they might push us to a corner that we wouldn't even think of getting out of in an argument. So, but, you know, but we believe that DC could recover. Um, now, Marvel. We haven't heard much about Marvel. Black Widow, we don't, it's up in the air that's going to come out on the man or digitally. I guess we'll find out how well, t- apparently, apparently, apparently a lot, apparently most movie studios are waiting to see how Tenet is going to do in the United States yeah. in opening week. I think it's going to do great, but it's not going to do great in its theatrical release. Yeah. Because it underperformed with box office expectations worldwide. It went to $50 million for a pandemic that's really good. But for a world opening box-wide release, you kind of wanted to be over $100 million at $150, $150 yeah. million with a worldwide box office release. And just the first weekend with all these countries, or at least $75 million. If it was $75 million, there was still a chance. But I think it underperformed in that and i think it's going to do great i think it'll be the highest grossing film this year i think black that that or black widow will be but i don't think it's going to do well in this box office theatrical release in the united states because of the pandemic i'm hoping that warner brothers puts an hbo max and they charge and they're they're just going to do what disney does with milan which is that you just have to watch 20 bucks just twenty dollars yeah. to see it, which would be as much as watching as a movie ticket, and you have it for two. Well, and the thing with that is, I didn't. I just learned this: is you can actually wait one month and watch it at regular price, like just your regular Disney Plus subscription. You don't I have might, to pay an extra. Well, I might, I might, I might just do that. You know, I that's lo- not a. I love, deal, I love, I love Chris Nolan films, but I'd rather pay regular price. I'm not gonna, cause like. I get the idea of like going to a movie theater, you're going to get this great experience of seeing the film. But right now, it's just not the time to do that. I think most companies right now should really focus on, you know, if you want to see the film, you have to pay the same exact price as movie theater price, which, you know, if it's a film worthing to do that, I'm going to do that. If I have a, yeah. I, if you have a big TV with HD surround speakers, you're going to get a very similar experience. Yeah. You can even buy a projector now for like $300. That's like, higher than 8k yeah and you exactly. can still get that you still can get that same experience but like i'll get very close to it but like you know i'd rather i'd rather wait to watch tenant um if it's really good and if it's like life-changing like kind of like how inception was when people first saw it i might pay the full price when it comes yeah. out on demand and just to see how good it is i'm sure it's gonna be a great film um a boy roberts in it too um you know, I'm I'm willing to give him a chance. He's been in some great indie films. You know, after Twilight, we don't count his Twilight career. By far, he was good in Harry Potter in the fourth film. He did oh, a yeah, good job. Definitely. Yeah. Um, Twilight. Um, you know, those are just terrible films. He's admitted it himself. Yeah. He's admitted that he hated those films. He doesn't even want those on his filmography list. But after Twilight, yeah. he's had a really good comeback. He's the only one that's actually recovered from that. And he's not in Adam Sandler movies or like in, you know, international Mexican internet or like in Mexican soap opera shows, AKA, you know, what's his face? You know, the guy used, you know, Jacob, Taylor Lofton. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, like, you know. He's in Adam Sandler now and he's in like all these drama stuff for Mexico, but you know, and where's Christian Stewart been? That's a great question. She, she was in that. Let's she, look her up. What's what's going on with Christian Stewart? Um, he was in that see. she was in that one film directed by the guy of Superbad, but like. So she was in Charlie Angels in 2019. Oh, the one that the one that bombed, and what Sir yeah. Elizabeth Banks said that, you know, it's because she was a woman director. All of that. Yeah, yeah, that's. So we have that, and then pretty much 
Um, she was in this movie called Underwater. Probably oh, yeah. didn't. I never heard of it. Probably didn't do great. I could be wrong. It might have done much better than I thought. Underwater. Oh, no. It got a 5.8. It got 48% on Rotten Tomatoes. That's not good. No, I, I, I remember seeing the previews for that. It was it seemed really boring. It seemed boring? Yeah. Yeah. But, you know. Oh, she was in Snow White, apparently. Huh. Disney Snow White and the Hunchman. Oh, yeah. Oh, our boy Chris was in it, though. Oh, how, how, how bad? Let's see. Oh, boy, although, Chris has done Chris has done much better things since then, I'm sure. Oh, as a four, that also has a 49% on Rotten Tomatoes. But, you know, that was the beginning of his career. That was before Thor. Maybe that was after Thor. It might have been after Thor, around the same time as Thor, the first Thor film, but... But other than that, Robert's the only one who was actually successful out of the Twilight films. The most successful. So, you know, I, I, I do have hope for Tenet. I think Black Widow is going to be great. I think it could... I think Black Widow, if it came out video on demand, I think it's going to be... The, I think it's going to hold the world record for that, for an on-demand film release. Oh, I can see it. Um, I'm actually- I think I, I'm pretty confident... Even though, if it, even if it doesn't have a theatrical release, I believe because of the pandemic and no one doing anything right now, if it comes out on video on demand, I think it could break the off-boxes record of Endgame. If everyone, if they just release it on demand on Disney Plus, had the same price as ticket price, I think they could. I think it could potentially be Endgame because no one's doing anything right now. Plus, true. like, you, you, could, you, you could have these streaming parties, you know, um, Disney does have the resources to do that. Their Disney Plus runs great. I think it could be Endgame. I think it could be, I think it could be the most highest grossing film of all time. I do believe that. So, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm really, so I'm really looking forward to Black Widow. I think it's going to be a good reset in Marvel, in the Marvel timeline. I do believe that you know, um, they're going to introduce a lot more characters like Soviet Cap. I don't know the official name of that character. Uh, you're going to look, you look it up. You're on your computer. You're typing anyways. You're typing your notes. You're typing your thoughts anyways. So just look it up. But like. Uh, Red, uh, he's, he's the Red Guardian. So the Red Guardian, which I'm excited about. You know, we'll have another Captain America like character in the, in the Marvel. And he might have his oh. own film. And then they're going to replace her with her sister which I'm excited for. Yeah, I'm also, to change the subject a little bit, I'm, I'm actually pretty excited about the um, the uh, Captain America, Sam w- uh, Wilson, and Winter, uh, Winter Soldier TV show that's coming out later this year, so it's early next year, So end COVID. So, are they, so is it back filming now, or? Like, it was most, I think they only have, like, a few more episodes. I think they got four out of six episodes filmed. I've I've heard that I've heard that when they finished Mandarin earlier they were very strict like they basically isolated everyone and they basically made their own community of people. Yeah. But you know that's what you have think, to that's what you have to do now though. I mean, you got to protect yourself I think and especially now with uh Chadwick Boseman passing away due to cancer. I feel uh the the position for a Marvel uh, hero in general, but more specifically in this a Marvel hero for the African American community could be huge. Um, yeah, definitely. For so, uh, I'm really excited about it. Um, I don't know that trailer we had back at the Super Bowl looked amazing. Uh, be, it'd be it'd be interesting if they brought Michael B. Jordan's character back to life. Yeah, I am very curious what they're not not like not like not like a sequel to Black Panther, but maybe like something like Endgame happens again, and they have to bring yeah. the back, or they have to bring the villain back, but they know they can bring, they could turn him good, kind of like Bucky. That would be interesting if they brought Michael B. Jordan back. I think he could be a good second Panther. Yeah, we'll def- okay. Yeah, so definitely has the talent to do it and I think they could make his character good or they could make it like kind of like a misunderstood character and they could expand on yeah him. they definitely could redeem him you yeah know, they not... definitely can because the thing that I loved about his character is that he like the villain practically won the film like 
he wasn't in the bad. He wasn't wrong. He wasn't wrong. He, he just he the way he grew up, you know, his father was poor. <laughs> he grew up very rough, you know, and he became this person because of the way, you know, his you know, you know, pan, you know, um, you know, the main character's father treated him and the respect that his uncle exactly. Got. And that's not necessarily his fault, but I believe they could redeem him. Yeah. I'm excited. Like I said, we'll see what happens, but it's definitely going to be, um, it's going to be interesting to see where Marvel goes. Definitely. Definitely. But you know, um, the one film I am concerned with Marvel right now, um, the Doctor Who sequel. Let's talk about that. I mean, Doc, Doctor Strange, but yeah, I do. Doctor, I do I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm, but he was Doctor Who at one point. He was, yes, he, he was. was Doctor Who. So um, I'm not, I'm not like 100 percent wrong. But Doctor Strange, I'm very concerned about the Doctor Strange sequel. So, like, here's the thing, right? I am so, like, a lot of it. fans are excited because you know Sam Raimi's, uh, he's coming back to direct his first Marvel part since Spider-Man Three, oh, which is that that whole movie is very controversial in the comic book community, and because we all we all know Tobey Maguire's gonna. Re- because the thing with the second one's all about the multiverse, right? Right. And Which we I all like. know he's yes. Oh, same. Very same. Which I we like. I know, like the idea. Uh, we all know he's going to show up as Spider-Man as a cameo. My concern is that they're going to force things into the film that doesn't feel natural. That the first Doctor Strange already set up and how the MCU is at today. Um. You know, I've never really loved. Excuse me. I never really loved those Spider-Man. Uh, movies. I think the second one was the best, and that you know, I didn't grow up with them. I watched them later on, so I don't really have that nostalgic um, feeling to, with them. But right, that, right. I think they're okay. You know, I think they were. I think at the time they were great because I think it did lead because it was the first Spider-Man film and Fox's first X-Men film that really launched this big superhero craze again after Superman. There wasn't really a good, you know, consistent, like super, you know, like a, you know, after like the Tim Burton Batman movies and Superman movies and all that, there really wasn't like a good consistent, like, and even like there were Marvel TV shows. The only good one was the incredible Hulk show or like there were TV movie shows, but like the only, but the the first Spider-Man, Sam Raimi Spider-Man film was the first Sp- Spider-Man film to like, you know, it was comic accurate. You know, it was comic mm-hmm. book accurate. They made a comic book accurate Joker. I think the first film is a good film. It's very, very outdated now. It's laughable. The acting isn't that great, but it was, it is. But if you look at the comic compared to that movie, it was comic book accurate. Number two, I do agree with you, was the best one. I think they yeah. nailed every character. I think, you know, I think like they got more of like, I felt like number two was better. It was much better than that one. And number three had, I had a lot of issues with number three. I yeah. think. And even, <laughs> so even, so did everyone else. And even Sam Ramy knew that he screwed up with number three. But then we have number four. There was a number, oh. there was a fourth film. It was a fourth film plan. You can discuss it. You know more about this than I do. Yeah, so they had a lot of things planned for that. They actually had five films planned in total. Wait, five? Right. Oh, no. Oh, no. Yeah, there, there, was a whole, there was a whole map they had planned. And, you know, they were going to do some more stuff with the Venom symbiote and stuff. And, you know, it's bad when it got canceled. I think it was. The, off the interviews like day four day five of production and they can canceled it um i think i think overall uh for both toby mcguire as his career and just general i think it's the best was was for the best um you know we had we got the amazing spider-man two films after that because of it you know not bad films but I mean, they kind of repeated what the other films did. It wasn't yeah. more different than the Sam Raimi. Not saying the actors or actresses are bad. They just repeated exactly what they did in those exactly. films. So it wasn't anything new. I think they did a better job in the Tom Holland films. And even Spideyverse was much better. Oh, yeah. I felt like they fixed it now. They Sony has learned from their lessons. 
And especially yeah. now with yeah. the Spider-Man live action films, they have a bunch of the Marvel writers and they're, they are, they do have that Disney deal, which I do, I am confident that eventually what, what's going to happen is I think Disney will buy out Spider-Man from Sony for a very hefty price. Oh I yeah. Think, I, I think, it. I think it's going to happen at some point in our lifetime or that Sony and Disney are going to come up with an agreement with the character that's going to be film that's going to be life-changing with studios all around but what's interesting with spider-man is is that marvel doesn't own the right full rights to the incredible hulk universal does yeah universal does yeah universal does but what's interesting is that they do have the rights to include him in the movie he just can't be the only character in that movie and i would like to see mark ruffalo come back in some of these films it's like professor hulk I would love for him to come back. I would love for at least one more Hulk movie with him. I don't think it, I don't think it's going to happen. It could be, you know, a couple episodes for one of the TV shows. I would like for him to come back one more time. Uh, like I know we're getting a She-Hulk TV show, which I think could be, which I think could be good. You know? Yeah, I do think he might cameo in that. Um, you know, like, we'll see. Um, I do think that. This next phase of Marvel, with its mostly reliant on TV shows, I think it's good. I think it makes it so that people can kind of catch up on their own time. When, yeah, know. right. And there's this there's this huge market of TV shows now. Like, the Mandalorian TV show was better than the last Star Wars sequel. Oh, by far. You know, I, and we got better quality than Game of Thrones in the first season. Then season two launching March 30th, you know, it's just going to be, you know, it's family friendly. You know, you have action, you know. And you got, you got, you even got, you even got the writers. You got the same people from the original Iron Man working on it. You, you know, do. yeah. You got all the Marvel writers. You got George Lucas helping doing a lot of work of writing and production with it. You know, and it, it just proves that, like, if you know, if you have a plan from the original creator involved, you could make a successful film. You know, we'll we'll have a podcast more about the Star Wars films. I have a friend I want to ask to be in that podcast that's more an expert on that than me. Because I'm not as educated. Same with JP. JP's more educated than me in Star Wars. But I do have, yeah. I do have a friend I do want to ask to get on here because he has more insight and more facts than than I do, and a little more than JP does. So we'll we'll have to make sure he can at least come on for that podcast. So. But other than that, I think the Mandalorian is. It, I think it brought a new direction in Star Wars, and I think. Oh yeah, I think I think it's the best Star Wars we've had since um, the original trilogy. I'd say. Oh yeah, it feels like Star. Like yeah, like I say, it feels I, like Star Wars. Not saying like best live action. I think the Clone Wars is great too. I think the Clone Wars mm-hmm. after you get for see after you get the hump for season one and two, the Clone Wars gets much better. Oh yeah, it really and, yeah yeah. Especially three through seven, it really just. And then the up. last season, it's like wow, this is like what this is like movie quality. This is like there's actually you know there's so. actually rumors that they're gonna remake episode three in uh, season seven uh, animation style and art are they, style. Are they really gonna? I would I want to see that because everyone like I would love to see that if they remade episode three. Not only that, they talk about Ahsoka more. Yep. They did a redirection of episode three with George involved, with better writers and stuff. I think, and I could, I think that I could, could see it because yeah. we're gonna see Ahsoka and Mandalorian season two, and she's also gonna get her own TV show. So, like, I could, I, I could see them doing it very well, yeah. very easily. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So I'm, um, you know, it's just like, and I think this TV show idea, you know, it's like it's cheaper than buying a film. You have a subscription. You're going to get more people to get, you know, to keep, you know, subscribing, mm-hmm. you know, and you're getting weekly content. It's not like you have to wait a year to see what's going to happen. The cap, the Bucky and the replacement of Captain America get to see it the next week. And then after, afterwards, you get to watch it. You can rewatch it anytime. You don't have to relate. You don't have to wait for a theatrical release for on demand or DVDs exactly. or, or even Blu-ray. So like, I think that, I think, I think Marvel is heading towards the right direction, especially that the the, the theater business is dying. Oh yeah, it's, it's, what's, it's, and what's interesting is that what's very interesting is that Netflix is Netflix, a company that was struggling before the pandemic, 
has got has made has made most of its profits back from its losses from the past five years. Mm-hmm. Which, you know, it's a saying that I don't think that I don't think I think movie theaters will be a thing in the future. I don't think they're going to be popular as much. Especially that, like I mentioned earlier, you could buy your own projector. You could TVs are cheap now. Walmart, yeah, they are. Um, Walmart.com the other day, I saw a 60 inch on TV for 250. 4K, Ultra HD, Roku built in it. You Roku now the Roku device in it doesn't have 4K. But you could buy a Chromecast for forty dollars. That's a, that's Ultra 4K. Get the same experience for that. You know, it's just, I just don't have a lot of hope for the movie theater companies right now. And I think, I think going to the movies will be a fan of the past. I think streaming's the future and having TV shows. I think there'll always be movies. And I think there will be theaters. I don't think the movie theater we look at it now will be a lot different in the future. I think we'll have a theatrical release and a video on demand release at the same time. And maybe a mo- and maybe those movie companies will have their own streaming services, which I which I believe is what AMC is aiming for right now, and I don't think yeah. so, but you know we'll go- we're gonna go back to Marvel. We just got really sidetracked about other conversations, so now we're gonna talk about the DC TV shows. You know the greatness of the TV DC TV shows. So um, the other ones are kind of okay. We have Batgirl, where the you know the coast, the star of that decided to leave. You know, um, I've I, I've heard mixed reviews about Batgirl. Um, so I I've seen I've I've actually watched all of them. Okay, so I'll let you talk about it. You know, it's it's someone who has has read has read a lot of Batwoman uh, comics, and I know her character. Yeah. Um, it's the the show is is uh, I'd say like about sixty percent true to the comics. That's but not, the problem that's is that. a lot of. That's not yeah, bad. it's not that bad. But the problem is a lot. Of, her character, you know, her character is a uh, is a lesbian lead superhero. So that's very controversial to a lot of some viewers. Viewers, right? So you know, people can feel about that how they how they will, right? Um, but I I I enjoyed the show. Uh, I understand that you know she left due to contract stuff and some uh, stuff due to like bullying online and stuff. You know. So, um, but yeah, Flash is really good. Um, Arrow had a great run. Steven Mel is the man. Um, I mean, for wants to run for chancellor now. You hear about that? Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. He tweeted back in 2015 if if Conway runs for president in the United States, he was going to run for prime minister in Canada. So, uh, might happen. Might happen. He, he actually could win. That's the. That's the funny part. Could, could actually yeah. win, but I really like Flash. Um, I really need to sit down and watch Arrow all the way through. But definitely you know, worth the watch. But Flash was really good. I stopped watching around season four. After yeah, after, that's that, that's the best thing to do. I I just lost interest in the TV show. It started. I started to relate to it less. Um, Bear, Iris became a very uncompulsive character. Yeah. And, you know, I felt like the writing wasn't exactly where it was by season four, you know, and. Yeah. I, I stopped about that time. I got about halfway through season four. Yeah. And I'm like, you know, I'm not really, really into this anymore. I'm just going to kind of stop. Yeah. But I felt the first three seasons were great. And then season four yeah. was good. And I, around the end of season four, I just lost interest in the show. But, you know, DC does have a better consistency with TV shows than Marvel. But it's going to be interesting how these Marvel TV shows do, because then, of course, like the norm is, are some of these movies we're going to talk about, are they just going to become movie series? Yeah. Exactly. Are these are DC movies, instead of DC movies, are you going to have DC trilogies? Will the Oscars one day just be about giving nominations for the best movie, tril- best TV show trilogy? Mm-hmm. You know, um, it, it just, we're, we're in a very interesting time period right now with all the with all the dc stuff but you know i'm i'm hopeful for them i think i hope they don't stop their animation stuff that's one concern i have right now that the last animation film they based off the graphic novel was soviet batman and superman that that 
that was that oh, they yeah. said that that's going to be the last one in a while. I hope they don't stop that. I love their animation stuff, and because Marvel doesn't do a lot of animation stuff that good, so exactly. So I'm hoping they continue that and they find a way to market it better. I think with HBO Max they can, and they'll get their money's worth. And they even can split into parts. They don't necessarily have to have it be a full movie. They could have it be like a five part trilogy or something like that. But um. But anyways, we're going to move on to our last topic for the podcast. We, um, we're going to talk about um, Green Lantern. So there are rumors about a Green Lantern movie coming out in DC. And, and Warner Brothers is really, really pushing for Ryan Reynolds. What rumors are saying to be Green Lantern, yeah. to, be, to come back. And like, I, don't I, know. Don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't see him coming back. Mostly how much fun he's mocked and made fun of Green Lantern, especially like in the Deadpool movie alone. Um, Even if he was like, offered I, a deal, I don't think he'd come back. Yeah, same. I also, I know a couple of years ago they green they Greenland started to write the Green Lantern movie that was gonna be a, a buddy cop style film of Hal Jordan and John Stewart. Um, I don't know where that's gone. If that's probably, still in probably, production, or probably got shelved. So we'll see. You know, I I, I saw the rumors. Um, I don't think they're going to be anything to do to truth, but obviously I think that a true Green Lantern film is long overdue. Um, definitely, definitely agree. I think, I think if these films are next consistent, I could actually see them adding them. I actually could see them adding him to the Shazam series kind of jokingly. I think, I think it could work with Ryan Reynolds if they if they introduced him in Shazam and be like, guess who's back from guess who's back from Marvel, just rips yeah like kind of like because you know like kind of how Shazam breaks the fourth wall a little bit yeah yeah, so yeah exactly I, I would like I would love for I would love for them to break the fourth wall of like him coming in the Deadpool outfit then he just becomes Green Lantern that would be I think that would be gold golden they would do it too they would definitely do it uh, oh, apparently yeah. apparently um. Apparently, in the first Deadpool film, Henry has a Henry Cavill has a cameo, and they cut it. I know that Fox cut it, and apparently, he was in the Superman outfit, and he had a full cameo, and they cut it, and I can't find it anywhere. So, if you know, I love it. I would love to see if that is true. I'd love to see the. I'd love to see that get added on eventually to a special edition cut. I think that'd be really funny if they did it right. I'm sure they did. So like, you know, but um, anyways, um, anyways, um, I don't have much else to talk about. Um, I'm, you know, um, my thoughts about Flashpoint, we really didn't get that far on it. I'll talk about that before we go. Um, I think it could be a good film. I'm just concerned about Zach being the producer, like JT mentioned before. And I think if they got the right director, if Ben Affleck, you know, if they gave Affleck and all the actors a good script, I think it could be a great film. I don't, I don't have hopes for it though, right now, where it's at. I yeah. have to see a trailer like the bat, you know, I, have I think it's still, it's still very early on. Um, you know, a flashpoint story is, you know, for DC fans, that's one of their favorite flash stories at some times. Yeah. But like you said, it has to have a good script. You know, you can't just be throwing stuff together in this film. No, ex exactly. So it's like just so, 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 so frustrating. So, you know, it's just, it's just frustrating, but. So we'll see. We'll um, see. Next week, next week, um, we're going to react and discuss the, uh, Nintendo Direct about the uh, Mario Anniversary Collection. It's going to uh, hear... It's going to be a passionate one, to say the least. Raph, I, I, I'm, I'm going to have a presentation. I'm going to go all out with this one. It's going to be... Uh, Profe Professor Stammer will be joining us via Skype, and he's going to be giving us the, the do's and don'ts uh, for Nintendo. It's going to be... Quite, I'm quite excited to learn something. You know, and you now I'm gonna have. It's gonna be a good time. Um, I'm gonna bring up a lot of good points. I will be calling out certain YouTubers. You know, aka RGT85 for getting information wrong. Oh, we're already, we're, we're already throwing shade. Don't out. don't get me started on him. Um, 
I, I do have to give I do a bit of a peek. I do have to give Spawnwave for being one of the only YouTubers gain information right. Not only gain information right, actually showing us as fans what the specs are, not misinterpreting. And I'm upset with that video that he released yesterday. You know, I'm I'm gonna I'll definitely show some of it in the pod in the podcast next week and. We'll definitely have that shared on the screen. We'll figure that out. If not, I'll talk about it and I'll link it in the description below. That way you guys watch it and get educated about it. But, you know, I, I'm upset by it. And, you know, um, I think it was a win for a lot of the Tendo fans. You are getting the game. Some of these people got rid of the older systems. Me and JP, however, we, we keep older systems or we find ways to play this, these games. We find ways. I say find ways for a reason. So, anyways, um, that's it for this week. Um, I hope thanks, you guys thanks for joining us. Um, if you guys want to leave comments below on how we can improve, that would be great, greatly appreciated. They don't have to be positive. They could be like, they could just be technical aspects or you know just ways we organize it. Um, let us know in the comments, and we'll definitely work on that. This is our first podcast, so um, but we appreciate you guys staying for this long. If you're still on here, um. You know, definitely subscribe to Spotify, YouTube, and any platform we might be on in the future. So thanks, guys, and I hope you guys have a good one.